Here we go! Hey there, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. And you are tuned into Church Nerds, a back row morning show. And this show is made possible by listeners just like you and a strong partnership between Back Row Radio and Love Thy Nerd. Aside from being a founding member of the aforementioned Love Thy Nerd, a ministry that exists to love and serve our nerdy neighbors, neighbors? Neighbors. Um, Nene says neighbors. She does. Our daughter. She's super like, cute. for a very long time. Neighbors. Yeah. We used to have bad neighbors. We did. Yeah. That's a story in That's and a of whole itself, other thing. Yes, yeah. definitely had bad na- neighbors. Neighbors. <laughs> Speaking of neighbors, I've uh, almost eight years in nerd culture. I can't move on. It just neighbors is getting me. <laughs> you know what? You guys have heard it before. My, hey, it's me. It me, Bubba. It, it Jaboy. It me. <laughs> Bubba does ministry to love and serve his nerdy neighbors. Yeah, we're, and I'm about to do a whole lot more of it more often, right. but Which I can't say it, so will. I hope that's not important. Oh boy, yeah. that actually might be a huge problem. Well, Dave, babble, babble. I am Anna. I am a life group leader, care group leader, adult Bible study fellowship leader. We're actually in the middle of changing terminology, and I don't know what we Bit are. Bit of an identity crisis, as it were. We yeah. host a group in our home. We, mm-hmm. I'm a friend of women. I'm a children's oh. ministry worker and also the primary educator in our own little home school. Uh, a collective none taken over all of that. I said primary. I didn't yeah. say only. Well, you also mentioned you were a life group leader and all sorts of stuff. You are also to, a life group I mean, leader. We need to mix it up a little bit. Now, I just am trying to sometimes I my buy credentials the here yeah. and why I can talk on this podcast. I'm I'm last minute ice getter. Um, sometimes yes. uh, napkin bro. Uh, yes, forks. I, yeah, sometimes forks I send forks. you to buy forks, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes I don't have time to write out a lesson plan and I say, I need you to talk tonight. Uh, yes. Sometimes like right like, before we start. Yes. Yes. Sometimes, yeah. which is unfortunate, but that does happen sometimes. Mondays are my busy day. So I have... Mondays are also my busy day. Well, it's not a competition, but I'm way busier <laughs> than you are. Uh, so, I mean, I have a lot of meetings. I mean, mm-hmm. almost from the moment I get up to the, to like it's bedtime like I'm go 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 all day long. Not to say that you're not. Like it's again not a competition. I was feeling personally attacked not by that. Not a competition. Monday is our introduce all of the new things we're learning in school today day, as well as clean the entire house day. Right. And make make the food, etc. So yeah, it's just really busy for both of us. But it's the only day. That some of the people Basically, in our lives yeah. who are very important can meet, and so we do. And we do, and we make it work. Yep. <laughs> and it's pretty great. We really do love our life group, and so if you guys are a part of our life group and you're listening to this, hey, thank you so much. Um, I don't know if any of them do. I think they do. <clears throat> this would be a good, we can just talk all the trash about it. Yeah, here. well, no, we can't because we just went over James. Oh, yeah, we're not supposed to talk trash about people. he specifically said not to. <laughs> And so, yeah, let's not let's not do that here. Anyway, well, other than that, I am just I'm a low grade nerd, but I do love a lot of nerds. 
okay. I think they're good and I well, think they're good. cool and I support them. Um, but what I wanted to talk about uh-huh. is that we found this new show on Amazon Prime. Let's be real. It found us. It did. So, yeah, it just popped up and it was like, do you like Survivor? Do you like Bear Grylls? Yeah. What if they got married and had a baby? It is this show. And Bear Grylls had custody. <laughs> or at least true. visitation rights. Man, so this show is called um, World's Toughest Race. It's an eco-challenge show that mm. takes place in Fiji. So I didn't. I thought that eco-challenges, like I knew about the death race, sort of. So eco challenges are like, like, like an Iditarod or something, but on steroids. Oh yes, they're like, like, do several Ironman races and never get to sleep in between anything. No, yeah, it's it's like an eleven day race for a roughly relatively normal human being, but like through. Mud the, and sludge. Uh, and, like horrible, yeah. hor- I mean, just really difficult trails Yeah, in all kinds of weather. Like they're actually trying to kill people, like <laughs> legally kill people. Yeah. That's what it feels like. So um, I was like, babe, this show, I think you're going to like this show because we love Bear Grylls, by the way. Oh, yeah. I love him. Speaking of killing Almost people. Almost as much as Legolas. We have tried to kill Bear Grylls in You oh, vs. Wild. Yeah, that little like choose your own adventure show for kids you on Netflix. It. He just pukes and gets picked up by a helicopter. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. We so, watch a lot of Bear Grylls stuff. And so I got recently into Survivor. Bit. Yes, well, that was part of the thing. Yeah. Was like Bubba's been watching Survivor now. I which like which is this, actually filmed in I Fiji. I like this better than Survivor. Yeah, Fiji's enormous, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like this better than Survivor because I don't like the whole social elimination of, uh, you know, like voting people off the island if thing. If people get eliminated, you want it to just be because they're terrible at the race. I want it to be because they just ran themselves into the ground so hard that they can't continue. This I is guess. your show. Well, I don't know. It's like the elements or it's age or, you yeah. know, something, some reason. It is heartbreaking every time somebody falls off because this is the thing that I love about Bear Grylls is like he is all in it cheering for everyone it's big time positive like, these people are in last place but here's why i want them to win so yeah. badly um and there's just some really cool stories on it yeah um like really cool teams which there always are really cool teams but i don't know we've been enjoying it but also there are people on this show who have like eight month old babies there's and like a whole team of people who have a guy, baby under one I know. What? And I'm like, I trying to think about even doing that. I just, I can't, I can't like, number one, I'm not in that kind of shape. And I was in decent shape before I they. fell pregnant, but <laughs> fell pregnant. <laughs> like you tripped into pregnancy. I tried to convince Doesn't quite work that. that way. Yeah. That's what I've been told. But um, anyway, I just am not in. I, I have always been a pretty strong person and pretty, I don't know, just Are we tough. boarding the brag train right now? or No, I just, ha- I just have been. I'm not trying to be that way. I love races. Just let I it be known races. that she's legitimately physically flexing right now. Put your no, arms down. No, I am not. Just stop. 
I'm not, but I do have some pictures. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, I did have to be, this is a weird thing about me. So um, if you listen to Back Row Radio, you probably know Coker, mm-hmm. Matt Coker. Uh, we were both in Matt and Deidre's wedding. That's true. And when I was fitted for my bridesmaid's dress for their wedding, I had to have my dress altered to accommodate my biceps. Your guns. <laughs> it was kind of embarrassing. Your, your I was really embarrassed about weapons. it, actually. Um, they had to put some inserts into the sleeves because I literally could not get the garment on my body <laughs> because of biceps. She's so, ripped, guys. What can I say? Um, that is a thing about me. Um, anyway... But even so, uh-huh. biceps or not, I'm just watching these people going, there's no way. No like, way. I don't. And I've asked Bubba, like, you want to, there's family teams <laughs> and people who've been Eco Challenge racing. So Eco Challenge has been around for a long time. I just didn't know. This was the first one in 17 years. Yeah. They said. Well, but not the first Eco Challenge. No. But this is called the world's toughest race. And they haven't had one of these in 17 years. Yeah. But like. There are people who start started racing with their kids when they were 10. Yeah. And I'm thinking that's in two years for Caleb. And I mean, there's I'm like, hey, you want to do this someday with our whole family? Mm, how about nah? Which those parents who bring their kids are like, it's completely different racing with your kids as opposed to just random teammates because you just care so much more about their safety <laughs> and uh, like and they overthink will also everything. drive you 5,000 times more crazy oh my gosh, than a normal person. Just the, the attitude. <laughs> well, if you would have, if you would have told me, Hey, there's a show about the eco challenge. I would have thought it was about like recycling or yeah. reducing global warming or uh-huh. whatever. No, um, and it's, it's like, like survive the earth. Well, it's like the opposite of what I thought it was going to be because like, you're just like dumping stuff all over the place. And well, I'm sure somebody goes and picks it up. It's hotter than the devil's armpit in Fiji. Apparently. Until they, it's not. Yeah, they're like, they're all complaining about how hot it is until they're getting hypothermia from swimming yeah. through these like rivers. The first episode, a dude overheats. And the last episode like, we legitimate just. Legitimate heat stroke. The last episode <laughs> we just watched, a guy is almost dead from hypothermia. It's like. Did somebody almost die from hypothermia? I fell fell asleep. asleep. Oh, Ah, man. You're weak. Man, I need to go back and watch that. Well, you guys should definitely watch it. It was was one of the guys from uh, the Spanish team. (gasps) Oh, no. I think his name was France or Franco or something like that. Oh, that really, the good, oh, man. I hope he's okay. They haven't really painted anyone in like a terrible light. So, yes, it was one of the good guys. No, no, I mean like that. He just, he seemed so kind. And it's like the guy who said that just like, there's no time to be angry with people. There's no reason for that. Yep, that's him. Yeah, man. Well, he's okay. not dead. Well, I, Yet? I don't know. I haven't finished the series. If they had killed someone on the show, I think they would have canceled it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they would just like blur it out like, oh, like a black bar. Redacted I legitimately kind of worry about some of them. Like it is dangerous stuff that they're we'll doing. We'll find out in the follow-up episode. Holy moly. Who's, How many episodes is it? I, you have a lot of great questions and I really appreciate the episodes about are you. really, really long. They're normal episodes. They feel so long to me late You're at night. Just, we only watch maybe three, three epi- or you four episodes three starting at night 10. And I can't it's do it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> anyway. Oh, man. Well, hey, talking about going long, we're going to take a short break, but don't go anywhere because Church Earns will be right back 
and we're going to be talking about kind of some seemingly random things. We're going to talk random. about some of the stuff that we've been doing over the past couple months um, to stay sane. And then we're also going to be talking about our journey from full-time church work, like on staff church work. You guys have heard me say it every single week and Anna's just sick and tired of it. So she made me quit. And we're going into... <laughs> I just made you not be able to say words anymore. You did. And we're going into uh, full-time nerd culture mission. So we want to talk about both of those things in the coming segments right here on Back Row Radio. <laughs> Hey there, and welcome back to Church Nerds on Back Row Radio, the live 365 app, Spotify, Apple Podcast. I think it's called Google Podcast Manager now. What? Yeah, I don't know. They changed from like the Google Play Store to something else. Oh, that, I don't like that. If you're on Google. If it says Manager, to me, it feels just like. What if it said Assistant to the Google Podcast Manager? Would that be better? Well, somehow I manage. Somehow. (laughs) <laughs> a book by Michael Scott. Yeah. Uh, hey, however you found us, whether it was on lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds or wherever, I don't care. You're listening to us now, and thank you so much. Um, this week, we thought it would be really great to talk about something completely fresh, something new. Um, so we wanted to talk about COVID-19. Boo. No? Not no, so much? Boo. Um, how about The like Chosen? It. We could talk about The we Chosen. We have talked about that already. Have we talked about The Chosen? Are yes. you sure? How about coffee? You want to talk about coffee? I don't think so. All these things sound brand new to me. (laughs) Um, Well, you know, honestly, legitimately, we hope that you don't have the Rona and that you have legitimately watched The Chosen. If you haven't watched The Chosen, just, I don't know what, do it. Um, Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Also, I hope you've drank coffee. Uh, Yeah, you stole. I drank half of your coffee. You did. Yeah. You didn't steal it. You, like said some whiny words until I offered my coffee I and then you're like no no come on now I don't want I said did you make a full pot of coffee you said no because you were already having tea when I made the coffee which is completely irrelevant and then I think the word you were looking for is reasonable and then I just wanted one taste of your coffee so I just tasted your coffee and you said and I quote do you want to have the rest of that you did not and I said no that's okay and then you put it on my side of the table a bit of a marital dispute here on this show you're making me the bad guy no you i'm not making the coffee i'm not making you the bad guy i'm making me the good guy by giving you, said you my I whined coffee about it i just took a sip of your coffee you the, you know that you were a little whiny don't act like you weren't i love I'm you i'm a little tired yeah that's it's why i'm watching 40 47,000 episodes dare. of eco challenge don't you dare yeah well hey speaking of all of that um, we want to kind of tell you some of the things that have kept us from those kinds of conversations and some this of the stuff. This is just a lightweight disagreement. Like, oh, yeah. This is just everything. This is like, <laughs> <laughs> you're crazy. Uh, we want to talk to you about some of the things that we've been engaging with, you know, in different forms of media that have kept us sane over this time. Well, because like our life has changed actually unrelated to COVID. Um, you're working at home doing different things oh, than yeah. what you were doing. Oh, yeah. Um, 
you used to listen to a we were talking about this. You used to listen to a lot of podcasts because you'd be out doing a bunch of stuff all the time. You are literally almost never out doing things anymore. You it's don't go out outside. driving anywhere. Our yard is not growing right now mm-hmm. because it hasn't rained in several weeks in Texas and it's yep. very very hot. So you're not doing yard work. Yeah. Um. Anyway, and I was sicker than a dog for a while, so I was down doing more gaming things yeah and like i was playing video games which is very weird for me um our life has just been yeah different and none of that had to do with the rona no i think like it was just weird happenstance i mean it's not hotter outside because of rona lisa like that's no, not how no. it works i'll blame it on her okay then it 100 i knew it the whole time um but i mean we have found a way to, to like I said, engage with these things over this time. And if we had not found something to do with all of that extra time that we had, we might have actually gone crazy. Well, it's weird because the things that we thought we would have time to do, we didn't do. And Mm-mm. I don't know. It's just been odd. Yeah. I mean, like legitimately, we have not been playing nearly as many games as I would have liked or that probably you, our listeners, would have expected us. I mean, if you're our friends and you know us and you come into our house, the first thing that you're greeted with is a wall of board games Mm -hmm. that we have recently gone through. And we're going to be publishing that in some way, shape or form for you guys to just say, hey, I'm interested in that game. They're dirt cheap. Um, this is you know, this is a fundraising thing for us, um, but at the same time, we want to get good games into people's hands, and a lot of these were hard for me to get rid of. Yeah, I um, know, I know. But anyway, we have not been playing nearly as many games as our collection or life or job at this point. Right. Would kind of lead people to believe because actually you don't get paid to just play games I, that is the furthest thing from what i get paid to do um and if you join us on you know as a partner that's not what you're subscribing to um <laughs> it, it just know that ask me the games that i play and and i'll let you know um and we're going to talk about that here in just a second but here are some of the things that we have been doing mm-hmm. thank the lord jesus christ from whom all blessings flow for like streaming video services. Do you think that Jesus is actually responsible for that? I might argue that he's not. Directly, yes. Mm. Yeah, every mm. good and perfect thing comes from above. Because so. when you hear some of the things on this list, I'm like, that probably didn't come from the Lord. Mm. Tiger King? I don't know. You 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 yeah. read you read John chapter one and you tell me that the Lord didn't have a hand in Netflix. <laughs> Um, uh, proof texting aside, uh, so here are some of the things that we've been doing. We we have been binging a ton of shows, um, and as I say that, like I haven't watched through The Office during any of this. Yeah, and so I feel kind of like a hypocrite. I think I watched through most of Parks and Rec in the beginning, but it feels like a very long time ago. I don't actually remember when all of this started or what I was doing because I, I can we give discussed you, this. It's been I can give you a pretty good. Uh, like time every month has felt almost like a year yeah it, i i have gone on record of saying it's it has been a long week today yeah. um yep. a lot of times so if you're wondering kind of what was going on in the world like what what happened what was happening when all this mm-hmm. started mm-hmm. Uh, i think the first show that we watched like binged through um and this was at kind of the beginning of this was tiger king yeah tiger king and if you're like 
And that feels like such old news until somebody the other day was like, you realize that show only came out like three and a half months ago? And we were like, what? And again, I feel like our time frame in our brain is three and a half months, but it's been closer to six. Has it? Yes. So like we're- That would make me feel a little bit better. We're almost in September right now. Yeah. And it started in like end of February, early March. So I mean, it, almost it six didn't months. Get to our area right then. Well, we really it, shut down late March, I think. Right? Didn't it though? Well, anyway, so yeah, Tiger King. Mm-hmm. What else? Um, and we're not going to go through these and like talk about like, oh, here's what we liked and disliked about no. all these things. This just like here's how what we've been doing, right? Um, I put on here Church Online. We binged Church Online because I feel like that just became a part <laughs> Did of we our binge life. It? Um, I, I think did. We one episode at a time did. I watched a lot of it. <laughs> a lot of it. Bubba likes to watch, like, he'll watch our service and then he'll watch, like, two or three other, yeah. other services because he's like, what are they doing? I was always I wanna, curious. I want to know what all these other churches are doing for yeah. isolating services and all that. Yeah. It was, it was an interesting time. And for some of you, it still is an interesting time. I know mm-hmm. our church is meeting now. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. And now that things are starting to open up and People are going back to school. Some, there's kind of like this weird hybrid that's going on in our area. Yeah. Um, but I've already heard about other schools that have shut down. So yeah. it's like one like, weekend. We tried boom. it. Uh, it's not working. <laughs> um, also watch through the Umbrella Academy, which we've talked about ad nauseum and we're not right? going to get into it, but yep. we watched through season one and two yep. fully. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. So we did that. You watched through Call the Midwife. I did, yeah. I uh, watched a lot of Call the Midwife when I was like stupid sick. Yeah, which seems like a terrible idea. Why? If you're sick and pregnant, why on earth would you watch Call the Midwife? Most which is of, one of the most depressing it's pregnancy not depressing. shows. As far as like pregnancy goes, yeah, that show should drive you into the ground. <laughs> well, I guess there are a lot of like weird anomaly things that happen in the show. Mm, yeah, almost every episode. Actually, one of the actresses who had a baby, like one of the actresses got pregnant and had a baby. And she's like, I'm just going straight C-section. There's no way I'm giving birth to a baby. Yeah. <laughs> After recording all of this, I'm terrified. If it's anything like that show. How about I don't not? know. You also started Lost. I watched through the first season. You didn't finish because you're a quitter. Didn't and you I, watched like- I think I watched through the first season and started the second one. Um, you're not a good binger. I'm a horrible binger, actually. But Lost is so long because that was actually, I really like the British model of TV where um, seasons are like six, maybe eight episodes, and that's it. Episodes are an hour and a half to an hour 45. A lot of times they're longer, but it's it's just a much more doable season. American television has so much content. Like they have to write so much content because... I mean, back when Lost was being recorded, those seasons were like 22, 24 episodes long. That is so long. There's a lot of story, though. But like some of it's just superfluous. And, And I think that what happens to a lot of them is they get into this incredibly complex like writing. Uh huh. And then they end up with more loose ends than they can tie up. I cannot tell you how many shows that has happened to. Lost is one. Heroes is one. Oh, Heroes. Um, I've been watching Heroes. Yeah. I mean, Heroes is good, but really I can only hang for like two seasons because it just gets, it's the same thing. It's like they have to fill up this content 
all these backstories that they're trying to weave all together, but then you just end up with all these weird question marks. Anyway, whatever. Uh, Lost, I fell off. I'm sorry. We talked about Survivor. Um, I personally watched the latest season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Winners at War, which I thought yeah, was Yeah, which is kind awesome. of like a community exercise with Drew. Yeah. Drew Dixon. Shout out to Drew uh, and his wife, Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have their and, little, their podcast about it. They yeah, did. Yeah, because I, 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 I told them they need to go back and watch Like old seasons. Stuff, <laughs> you know, do a watch through. I also watched the uh, Survivor Guatemala. So I watched that season from like 10, 12 years ago, something like that. And then immediately watched this one, uh-huh. um, the latest one. And this, the latest one is just, it's so good. Um, we watched a show. I don't know if you guys heard of it. The Chosen. <laughs> watched through that. You still haven't finished it. You had a whole other week and didn't finish it. Not yet. No. No, not yet. Maybe in a year. I <laughs> well, did. I did hear uh, that they they are they are filming. They're going to start filming season two. Hey, cool. Yeah, they that's found, good. They found a really dope place to shoot in Utah. That is like a recreation. Do you know this place? No. Oh, you started to nod like you know what I was talking about. Um, it's a it's a recreation of like the inner courts and stuff like that. Like it it looks like. Kind is it of, like the Ark place over? Like full scale. Over east yeah, yeah, of us? yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's in Glen Rose. No, no that's no, no, the no. dinosaur park. Kentucky. I want to say it's, it's Kentucky, in Kentucky, right? Or Arkansas. I think it's Kentucky. Either way, that's neither here Up nor there. There, over there, somewhere. It's uh, yeah. due east of us. Dewish east. Nothing. The, the ocean is due east of us. Oh well, there you go. Yeah. It's anyway, in, it's in the ocean because the ark's a boat. <laughs> this. Um, but anyway, they're shooting. They're shooting season two, which is great mm-hmm. um, because last I looked, that they were almost done with their funding goal, mm-hmm. and they were getting shut down a lot of places. Is Jesus wearing a mask? That's what I need to know. That's what well, I wanted to ask you. No. Oh, okay. Probably not. Oh. He's fine. Um, also, The Expanse season one. We watched. Which I, you need to watch more because everybody's like, I know. the season one is okay. It doesn't get good until. You know what more people have said? What? Oh, you need to read the books. Oh, no. And I'm like. I didn't even I know there were books. Yeah, I was like, oh, they made books out of those? And I'm like, how dare you? Yeah, yep, yep. They made them out of the books. You know what other books you should read? Jim Gaffigan books. Oh, yes, Does yes. Does he write books? Probably. I don't think he writes. I bet he has a children's book or His something. His wife is, the, is a writer. She's, she writes his shows, a lot she, of them. He, she used to. He and she, Shim, them, Shim. they have like written their show for a while. I haven't seen their show, but we he, should probably She's watch not listed on his credits with his most recent ones. but So he uh, has come out with a new thing on uh, Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, The Pale Tourist. Yeah. Where he goes to other countries and does shows to, in their yeah. country. Well, I'm assuming there's going to be more. Oh, you think so? I think so. Oh, okay. He's done Canada and he's done Spain. And the Canada one Espana. was so funny. It was way more relatable. Than well, the- I think, yeah, because we understand, we don't really understand Canadian culture, but we can appreciate certain things. I get it, we, yeah. Mostly we look up a lot of food that he talks about. Like, yeah. What's a Donair. Donair. Pu- <laughs> poutine. Yeah. Poutine. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Well, I do now. Yeah, anyway, do. Um, in Spain, España. España. They didn't seem to connect with his humor quite as well. We were actually laughing a lot, and it was pretty quiet on the video. It really. He was whispering the whole time. But like the audience was pretty quiet during yeah. the times where we're like, it was like change <laughs> the sheets. <laughs> 
<laughs> We're peeing in the bed right now. We're laughing so hard. Anyway, love Jim Gaffigan. Jim, Jim Gaffigan. Yeah, we've watched everything that he has, and he he's funny. Um, and then also, uh, last but not least, we talked about here the world, uh, the world's toughest race, the Eco Challenge in Fiji. Already discussed. Um, yeah, that's on Amazon Still Prime. Finishing. Go watch it. It's great. It's fun. Um, we've also we have been playing games. Like I said, maybe not as many as anybody would would have hoped or thought, but we've been playing some. You started playing Animal Crossing. I did. Again, if you yeah. just need a frame of reference of I, how long I've this has heard, been. Though, there's, I haven't played in a really long time. heard there's been some updates that I, like you can go diving yep. for stuff. You can go swimming. Don't know anything about those, so I need to hop back in there. Yep. Um, also, uh, you started playing Pokemon Shield. Yeah, I started it a long time ago, and I liked it. And Again, then one day. You say a long time ago. One this is day, like a COVID long time ago. One day, I was like, I want all my gym badges so she did it. So I got all my gym badges, but I still haven't finished like the last. There's still some story mode stuff. That's really what I want to get through is the story mode. I'm if not it, interested in filling up my Pokedex. And if it makes you feel any better, I haven't either. Mm. So just also, by the way, everyone just getting this out there. I did have to cheat on that water gym puzzle. Did you really? Yes. And Caleb is stuck on that. And I'm going to let I'm going to help him via cheating on the Internet because he can't get past that. Yeah. And it's a really you're much better at those puzzles than I am. Well, this is what I say all the time. And this this even uh, flows into the, the game that I've been playing, uh, Paper Mario, mm-hmm. Origami King. It Like these games are children's games until the exact moment that they are not. <laughs> and it's like, oh, the paint by numbers. It's solve trigonometry. You know, it's like, whoa, <laughs> what in the what? I could not, I yeah. could not crack. I tried that water gym for like an hour. I was trying I, to crack it and I couldn't I would do be it. okay because I used to use like a lot of like Prima strategy guides yeah. and stuff like that when I was yep. a kid. Um, uh, I've also been playing Ghosts of Tsushima. I say playing, uh-huh. I've played a little bit. It's a really fun um, game on PlayStation that's exclusive to that. Uh, so, you know, I'd, I'd say check that out. Um, you had a Grim Masquerade. We played that. We played that last night with yeah. our kiddos. I had to it's shut it down. It's a board game. It's so, a social deduction. Like, pretty sure Caleb cheated. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm. I don't know. But it, it was very suspect that he guessed my character let's just very walk it quickly. Back. Let's walk it. Let's let the listeners decide. No, no. In one, don't throw him under the bus. In one round, I love my son. In one round, legitimately going around one round, and the whole point of this game is to learn things. By playing cards and it's, seeing well, if they are. It's kind of like Clue. It's process of elimination yeah. stuff. And so we, we, he literally, he was the first player for that round, literally went around one time when it got back to him. He looked at Anna with nothing on the board, like no information whatsoever. And he goes, I think you're red riding Point hood. the finger. You're Point red riding finger. You're red riding That's like, It's like an accusation. And we were like, how in the world did you know this? Because like, oh, everything well, had almost uh, been by chance. There was one. Well, here's his story. There was one decision I made that was specifically beneficial to my character, Red Riding Hood. I chose treats in the very beginning. So he, his story is that he made his judgment call immediately right there, which he did pass me the cloak, which was my my bane. Um, it wasn't or the disguise or whatever. Yeah, I don't buy it. And um, he said that the reason, because I thought, I thought what happened was he accidentally picked up my card instead of his card and thought he was Red Riding Hood because he 
also chose treats. And then I remember him looking at his character card and having this shocked look on his face. And I thought that maybe he was a different character, um, which he he was... um, uh, Cinderella. No, he wasn't. The previous round. No, the spinning uh, Rumpelstiltskin. Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Um, and he said that the reason he was surprised when he looked at his card is because that's who he really wanted to be, and he was excited to be Rumpelstiltskin. Mm-hmm. Um, but that he made his judgment call about me immediately when I chose treats, and it's conceivable because he does do things like that, and he, we're just we're working on trust with him and. He cheats. It's very hard. Every single time we play that game. Every single time. <laughs> and so when it happens, I just don't let it slide. You were very you were pretty pretty rough with him. I kind of feel like this is a this is a whole difficult thing of parenting. So you get to all experience this with us dear listeners. Playing games with your children, I kind of feel like sometimes it's not we cannot prove that they cheated. And so, like, I remember doing this with, like, seeing my parents have to make these decisions where it's like, I almost know for a fact that you're lying to me, but I cannot prove it. And so I have to proceed as if you were telling me the truth. But I am way, like, I am watching you like a hawk for the moment that I can catch you. Man, no, I shut it down. I don't have the patience for it. That's what I wanted to do, but we we disagreed. Yeah. (laughs) Um, we've also played a, a bunch of other games. Um, you know, I say that we, we haven't played as many, but it's like we play them in like like shotgun spurts. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so a lot of them we play for stream and yeah, stuff like that. I played played with Matt uh, Warm Beer when we were in Kentucky for LTN Arcade Weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we played over Gen Con online weekend. Yes, yes. And there were a couple that like really stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played Sonora by Panasaurus yep. Games. We talked about that. I think that was actually our recommendation last week. Yes, Sonora. Um, also Control. Or two weeks ago. Um, Control by Panasaurus Games yeah, as well. They're killing it. Knocking it out of the park, Panasaurus. Yeah, it, th- those are really fun games, those two. Played a stock market game called Exchange um, while I was at Matt's house. Bicycle games, like the cards. Like the cards. Game? Like they're starting to the make car- games now. Interesting. Yeah. Go bicycle. And they're they're actually pretty legit games. Cool. Um, we've played, I think, three or four of them on stream. Uh, also, Santa Monica by AEG. You didn't get to play that game, and I'm so sorry because Mm-mm. that game is amazing. And you gave it to someone. I left it with Matt, and then we gave it away. You jerk. Yep. I uh, also played a Back to the Future game by Ravensburger, uh, which if you don't know who that company is, they're also the same ones that do Villainous. And... A funny story about Ravensburger. I found a little puzzle by Ravensburger at Tuesday morning that's like a kid's puzzle uh-huh. that's kind of in between easy and hard. Okay. And I'm like, this game, this puzzle has been amazing. I want to find more of them for my children. Can't find any. No. It was like a one-time yeah. thing that they nice did. Try. Come on, Ravensburger. There are a thousand puzzles. I we can need, point you like, in the right direction. Puzzles for six-year-olds. Um, also, cartographers, which we yes. love. Love cartographers. We, we love to teach cartographers. We love to play cartographers. It just it thrills our soul. Um, that one's by Thunderwork Games. We've also been reading some stuff. Not like a lot of stuff, because like really I don't, not. I don't even know why you put reading on this. Well, list. I mean, I got some stuff. We I, I read <laughs> I read through Umbrella Academy. Uh huh. We talked about that. Meh. Uh, Harry Potter. We're two books into Harry Potter. Two books into Harry Potter. I'm a little hesitant because the books start getting really a lot thicker and scarier. Yeah, we probably won't. So I need to talk to Aaron about 
how young were her children when she started? Probably and just won't move past it, and that's fine. Like we'll hit a wall and then stop, and then we'll go back I and read know. them again. And yada, yada, yada. Uh, also, Chronicles of Narnia. Um, yeah, we're so, now on the magician's nephew. The, well, because we, for some reason, the magician's nephew had been missing from our library, so we piecemealed our our Chronicles of Narnia together from just like thrift stores mm-hmm. and you know secondhand books and stuff like that. Um, and for some reason I could never find the magician's nephew. So yeah. a friend of mine was like, you know what? I'm just buying you this book hey, yo. because it's so captivating. Um, so this is the first time our kids have heard this one and they're actually kind of old enough to enjoy it. And yeah, every time we get yeah. to the end of a chapter, they're like, come on, <laughs> I want the next one. More. Put Sorry. in the next one, please. Tomorrow, tomorrow night. Um, and we have also been reading, uh, captions on Netflix. Um, yeah. 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 We just... watch videos with captions on, so it counts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's a reading credit. We are those people who watch all all movies all with them. captions on all, all the them. time because when you have children, you just can't always hear. No. Yep. And also, sometimes we're getting old. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I was going to say you can't hear. Also, from we Jack. watch movies with British accents a lot, and and you need some translation. You need them. Yep. Um, we have also been streaming. We've spun our streaming up on Twitch.tv/slash Love Thy Nerd. Go check that out if uh, that's something that you're into. We play a lot of games over there, video games and board games. And we've even had our kids on stream a few weeks ago um, for Gen Con, which was pretty cool. But those are just a couple of things. And we want you to let us know what you have been doing during this weirdest season, um, the weirdest season that most of us have lived through, over on Twitter. We are at Church Nerds LTN in the Twitterverse, and we would love, love, love to hear from you. Um, some of our favorite things are just like to read through the comments, like on Facebook and engage with you guys and stuff like that. Cause we can talk at each other all day long. And we do. Well, and we, well most, a lot of times. That's not actually sometimes. true. We talked the one time. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we only talk on this podcast. You're not wrong. <laughs> uh, but we would love to hear from you, the listener. What have you been doing during this time to keep your sanity? Or like, what's your... Because also life going back, we're in really weird transition with school going back in. Oh, yeah. Maybe, sort of, eh. question mark. We'll see. You be uh, the judge. Lots of people's jobs look different. Like fall is always a weird transition anyway. Yeah. A hard transition for a lot of people. But now it's made like exponentially harder because nothing, we just don't know what what's going on. And so what are you doing what what has been working out for you? What do you plan to do? Yeah, maybe you can share something with us that then encourages somebody else or opens it up. That's the whole reason we gave you this list. It's not to brag. That's I a, don't. That was a think weird you brag. Could brag about if that's any what of that was. Um, but we just want to kind of give you guys it's more some like ideas. Confession. This is my confession. <laughs> we are going to go ahead and take a short break, but stay put because we'll be back right here on Back Row Radio with our journey from full-time church staff to Love Thy Nerd, Nerd Culture Missions, right here on Back Row Radio. Welcome back to Church Nerds, and if you are just now tuning in on Back Row Radio, the Live 365 app, 
Wherever you're finding us, lovethynerd.com slash churchnerds, it doesn't matter. Thank you for listening. Last segment, we talked about some of the things that we've been engaging in over the last several months that have felt like years of our life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when, sand when I was an at Mission Year uh, in Chicago for a year, this was like right after high school, uh, I was pretty much in depression that entire year. Mm, cool. Uh, it felt so long. It was a it was long. And I can remember we were sitting in the living room. Um, I don't know how long I thought it had been, but one of my roommates said, "You guys, do you realize that today?" We have been here one month and we all looked at each other like, what? (laughs) One month. One earth month. It felt, it felt so, so, so long. And so when people talk time frame of like actual time elapsed, I'm like, it feels similar. I don't think I'm in depression. It's just everything is weird. And I, it's, Mm -hmm. it feels similar to that. Well, we shared with you guys a couple of things that have kept us sane through that time, this time for us, our family. Uh, But this segment, we're going to be talking about some of the major changes that are coming just over the horizon for us, just around the riverbend. Oh, hey, Pocahontas. Hey. Not a sponsor. (laughs) Um, Um, You're going to sing that? Just uh, the riverbend. I think that dum, 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 dum. Some, that's all I know. <laughs> I know the, some, 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 whatever something was in the more. trailers, probably all yeah. I know. Uh, I don't yeah. Remember. Well, it's happening quick. And actually, the other day I had a moment where, for some reason, I think this was last week, for some reason I thought we were in September mm-hmm. instead of August. I told you my time in my brain is not good right now, and so I was like, oh my gosh. <gasps> This is happening even sooner than I thought, yeah. and we're so unprepared. And I was had this moment of like panic, yeah. and then I was like, "Oh, actually, I have one extra month because it's August." Ooh, look, you just gained an extra month out of nowhere. Well, I don't know. They're dropping off the weird. back end. You're gaining them on the front end. Yikes! That's pretty. It cool. was a scary moment because this is like a big transition. Oh yeah. A big one, because Mm. as long as we've been together, actually, since before we were even married, Mm -hmm. we've been in church ministry together. Yes. I think technically you came on staff in a paid role after we were married. I do not remember. But we were already doing the work prior to becoming married. Um, I feel like so, it, I feel like, like this it was is our before. whole history. This is our whole, our entire relationship almost. Yeah. Well, I was on mission. So yeah, our entire relationship, we've been. Church work. Like yeah. The, the work of the Lord. You know, and, like, so, and this is different because this is like. Yeah. I mean, church work for us, it, it, the ministry, I will say, not just church work, because I think that that kind of confines it. But ministry for us is not, it's never been. It's never been a hobby. It's never been an extra activity. It's it's always been like this is the thing mm-hmm. that we are going to dedicate our lives it's to. Pretty central. Um, it's it's not. I make and I, I I'm not throwing shade on anybody. Like, but for us, it's never been like we're just going to go to church on Sunday and maybe once during the week or whatever. Like, it has been for almost twenty years of our life. Like, it has been the thing. Well, and I've had a couple of other jobs, but you 
haven't not been employed by a church or in transition somehow since we've been together. Yeah, I mean, it, it's probably legitimately been 13 years since since yeah. I've not been on staff at a church. Um, and come October 1, that's the first time in that, sp- in that span of time that I... I will not be able to say in my intro here. <laughs> thank goodness. Church staff member. <laughs> not uh, thank goodness for not being on church staff, but thank goodness his intro is going yeah, to gonna, change. Yeah, it's going to have to change. <laughs> um, but we want to share kind of our thoughts about this with you because you may be making similar switches. I have, I've legitimately been talking with some people that are like, hey, I'm trying to find a job in church. Mm. Um, or I'm trying to move, I'm moving out of a job from church or I'm, I just got let go from my job or I got furloughed or whatever. Like there are a lot of people that are making big changes. Yep. Because big changes are happening one way or the other. So it's like either I direct this change or I just figure out where I land. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I will say this before we launch into our stuff. I just want to encourage anybody who's looking for a job in the ministry. Uh, churches are hiring right now. You may think that they're not. And I've had that conversation with several people, both people that were told that other people were getting hired and also people that were looking for jobs. They're like, yeah, it's just, you know, coronavirus and, you know, pandemic, nobody's hiring. It's not, it's not true. I know of a local pastor in our area that actually did his in view of a call over Zoom. Mm -hmm. Like that was, he preached his sermon for in view of a call over zoom to the congregation and like is coming to be the pastor there so Mm. i also know of youth pastors in the area that are getting hired you know people in all over the country that are being called in to to fill these slots because church is not slowing down some churches are shutting down fully to never Mm -hmm. open their doors again yeah but there are other churches that are flourishing right now well and again we've talked about this in our many other coronavirus covid quarantine episodes covid 19 yeah that it's just figuring out a new normal figuring out what works um and so a lot of churches i think the 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 wheat is being separated from the chaff a little bit and then you're really starting to see this is super not working we need to rehire or we realized we need a different person like a whole new person yeah to to do certain things um because everybody's roles have changed what was working is not working anymore and so it's like this fruit basket upset moment everywhere but in church as well and so yeah trying it in there just to be clear, um, it was summer of 2019 when we made the decision to follow yeah, God's call. It was prior to all of this. It was, it was even prior to like major overseas outbreaks. Yes. Um, so it was not on the radar at all. Not yet. even. Not even was wasn't even being spoken of yet. I don't even think we'd we'd heard about Wuhan. Um, no. I'd have to go back and check the time no, frame. No, because but. that started coming about in December, and yeah. and this all came about in September or October, um, was when this decision was made for our family last yes. year. So, so this is the, this was the call on from God on on our lives, um, and I say our lives because I'm the one that's going into this job, but the family is the ones that come with me. Um, it is never ever just just me doing something. Um, well, because the impact is, 
you know, this is the difference between working for a church uh-huh. on a in a salaried paid staff role with benefits and all of those <laughs> things. To you guys remember insurance? We're right? now, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're now we're you know going to be working with basically a parachurch organization that is very young and doesn't isn't as as, you know we don't have all of those things established nope and and look and more like a missionary full full full-time support raises is what we're doing and friends it is terrifying it's hard it's it's very for me yeah you've always been a little more like yeah we'll just do whatever we need to do and i and like, I would really, I like salary. Mm-hmm. I just yeah. like to know that, you know. Bills are going to get paid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And if somebody ends up dreadfully sick, it would be cool if we had insurance. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's, it's a yeah. big, it's a big shift on a faith level as far as, and so God had already been doing work in us about Mm -hmm. transitioning before. We just didn't realize we were going to be doing this transition in the midst of a pandemic and having a baby. No. Like it got those are two enormous curveballs that we have been thrown. But I'm like, Lord, really, you could have, you could have made us, you could have begun this transition at any time. Mm -hmm. And you began it now and you know what's going on and you knew what would be going on. Oh, yeah. And you're the one who's giving us a baby right now as opposed to any other time. Yeah. Uh, It's just a lot of like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do except that I know that the Lord is in control of it. It's good to hear you say that out loud. Um, because, oh yes, because I, it's terrifying. You've been on the other side of the fence. Like we, we have been, I think when we had Levi, we were like, how do we pay for baby three period? Like to eat and live and exist in this universe, not just to have the baby, which was also a major concern of ours. Yes. Um, but this, this baby, I don't feel like I have freaked out about. Oh, I have. I know that you have. I know that you have. <laughs> um, but I, I don't I don't feel that I have and, and I don't know, it's just I think it's because like it's never really hard or tough for me to to just believe in God and believe it when in what God can do. Again, not tossing shade on anybody, but like this is just my my faith journey. Um I I am just usually the one that says, Hey, we just have to trust that God is going to take care of this. It doesn't mean that we are going to sit around and do nothing. It doesn't mean that we're not going to try to actively progress whatever the thing is. But I just, I don't ever have a problem with, yeah, God's, God's going to take care of this. Mm-hmm. Usually, and I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying health and wealth stuff or whatever, like name it and claim it. It's not what I'm saying. But a lot of times I find myself with you and like talking and saying, hey, we have to, we have to speak positively about this. We have to we have to speak over this thing, blessings, not cursings. Like this is going to be good. This is going to be fine. We are going to get through this because I feel that whenever we talk negatively about something, that we inevitably will draw ourselves down 
And it's kind of a hard rut to get out of, to go back to the world's toughest race. Like when you're down, it's mm-hmm. hard to dig yourself out of a hole, mm-hmm. you know, like, but if you stay, if you stay up and you keep the pep up, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's easier to go. As we're talking about this stuff, I want to give you guys our link. Okay. So if you decide to partner with us, sweet. Thank you so much. We would love, love to have you on our team. We would love to have you as a part of our partner network. Um, if not, get the newsletter. That thing's free. You can still find out what's going on with us and you know hear about the different stuff that we have coming up. Maybe special one-time needs that you could help with. Whatever, however you want to be a part of that, we're going to give you the link for us. And that's lovethynerd.com slash Bubba, B-U-B-B-A. Like I said, my name is easy to remember. So if I was if I was to put lovelander.com slash stall cups, 15% of the people would actually make it to that page. Bubba's mm-hmm. easy to remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. Lovethynerd.com slash Bubba. That's going to give you info about what it is that we're actually doing. Um, it's just a quick overview on that page. It also kind of tells you what nerd culture mission work is. There's a video about who Love Thy Nerd is and what we do. And you also get to listen to some of the, the other church nerd podcasts that we have, which is a major part of what I'm going to be doing personally in this endeavor. Um, it's not the largest thing, but it is a, a major part of that. Um, and also you get to see my keynote um, on intentional community inside of a nerd culture LTN hybrid mission field from our LTN con last year in 2019. And then, like I said, you can join the newsletter. And also, if you would like to, there is a link right there to join our team as a financial partner. So again, that's lovethynerd.com slash Bubba. Please do me a favor and go check that out. What, Regardless of how you what you do after you go there, just go and check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, because this may be something that you're unfamiliar with. Well, because it is weird. Like... I think I think one of the things that and this has been in my mind and I'm sure it could be in other people's mind. I know that functionally it doesn't work this way and maybe you can break down a little bit why, but it's like why can't you just why do you need to be support raised to do this? Yeah, why, why can't you just do what you've been doing for two and a half years and uh-huh. just do it on the side? Right. Or like go get a traditional job and then just do yeah. uh this this other, you know, work on the side. Why is that not a possibility? Yeah. Why do you need to be support raised? Which is a fair question to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think like for me, the answer, and I've said this for a long time in and out of, um, you know, LTN, when we were game church beforehand, you know, I was really thinking about like ways to do this with my life full time, because I knew that this is what God was calling me into. But again, how are you going to get paid? Um, you know, bills come every month, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So to answer the question, like for me, why can you not just do this on the side? The answer is I can. I absolutely can. And I have been. And it's not two and a half years. It's more along the lines of like almost seven or eight years. Like yeah. it's, that's what I've been doing. And that's how I know that this is the thing. So I could list off and would love to list off. We don't have enough time, but all of the things that have been done on a part-time basis um, or a no-time basis, you know, part-time paid or no-time paid kind of mm-hmm. a deal. And it's a vast array of things that right. have been done. And I've long said that part-time pay yields part-time work. Yeah. And it does. Well, and I think too, so one of the things 
about this is that if you are going to be able to go right now, all the cons are shut down. Yeah. But cons are one of the big things, not cons like tricking people out of their money, <laughs> yeah. but conventions. Long I just cons, want to clarify yeah. that. This is not a con. <laughs> um, conventions are one of the things that y'all yeah. have do um when it was with uh game church it was you know having a booth and passing out bibles and all kinds of stuff y'all have shifted to more trying to build industry relationships and invest in people absolutely um and partner with organizations and different things like that so you but you need to go to the conventions and you know make connections and meet people to figure out um you know, just, to assess needs. Yes. Yeah. And so, uh, most jobs don't want you leaving, uh, well, sometimes several times a month, especially most church jobs because the conventions happen on a weekend and that takes you out for Sundays. Yep. And I like, for example, this month, the monk, the monk, the monk, the, the monk of August. That was another show we could have put on um, there. <laughs> the month of August. On our calendar, we we made our family calendar in Sharpie before a bunch of idiots <laughs> before uh, before coronavirus hit, and so you ha- almost the entire month of August is out. just black yeah. Sharpie through it. Like Daddy's gonna be gone. Daddy's gonna be gone. Daddy's gonna yeah. be gone. You were supposed to be gone. I think three weeks out of this month. Yep. That can't happen with um, a traditional job usually. Um, and even even if you have a very understanding church, which we do, mm-hmm. it's just it puts a strain on everybody. Um, people have to fill your shoes on Sunday mornings, which is one of the the most strenuous parts of that job. And yeah. so, um, also, as much as I would love to be able to send you on planes just from our personal budget, so that you could do these things, yeah. we don't have the resources to to send you. Nope. Um, and so that has to come from elsewhere. Yeah. And so we could just, you know, ask people to donate personally, but doing it through the nonprofit allows other, you know, it's a, it's a more responsible Absolutely as far as taxes yeah. and different things like that. It's a more responsible way to handle it for our, for anybody who wants to give. Yeah. Um, and so, but it just kind of doesn't work. We've, we've tried to make it work, but it's been a strain doing it for seven to eight years, like you said, um, in tandem yeah. with a traditional job. Well, and not to say that it's going to get just immediately easier. Um, you know, it is, I, I've found since I've been home that I've been working a lot mm-hmm. more, sitting in front of the computer yes, and all sorts of it's stuff. It's different. So different we're, we're learning we're learning how to how to manage that better, but... All that being said, that's why it, that's why we're going full time, um, is because that's where the need is, and that's where the call is on my life. And I'm not a, I'm not a huge guy that likes to say, well, you know, this is what God's calling me to do, because that kind of then like puts people into a box of they can't ask questions, or rebut, or do anything like that. You know, well, this is the thing that the Lord wants me to do, and to not do it, yada yada yada. But like, I will say that about this. I don't say that about a lot of things, but I will say that about this, that I really feel like this is something that God is calling me to do. And for us not to do it would be sin. When we moved from West Texas out to here, um, I remember, and I even told this uh, story just a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago, that like even 
even as we were leaving, I was saying to people like, look, there's a possibility that we get out there. We get to central Texas and God says, okay, now turn around and go back. And we had that conversation. We weren't excited that that might happen, but that was a possibility that God said, hey, I want you to pack up and move away from West Texas. You, you need to do the things that I'm calling you to do. And so this was us packing up and moving away from West Texas last summer, except we didn't have to actually pack up and move. It was, I want you to leave the comfort of the job that you've had for, at that point, seven years to do this crazy thing that you love to do, but that there is no money to do right with now. With a lot of, but with a lot of question marks. Big question marks. we're having to establish a lot of things. This isn't like, here's your job description, uh, and these are all the things you'll be doing, and yeah. this is how you'll be compensated. Like, almost none of that is yeah. is clear. So it's a huge... Like it's taken a very long time for me to get yeah. to a point where I could even consider. Yes. Um, because I I I seize up sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, you deal with worry. Like that's that's one of your hard. worry. Worry is one of the familiar sins that you have in your life, and it's not because you're a terrible person and you just can't deal. It's just like that is the thing that gets to you is the what ifs, the hows, the you know, all question marks. I'm like, let's go. This sounds really great. We'll figure it out as as we go. Um, mainly because I, I'm the one who balances the checkbooks and pays all of the bills. By the way, yeah, which I think is a, a big driving thing. It's well, like I see numbers. All, and also, and that that speaks to our personalities. So, like, if you guys know about the Strengths Finder, it's a Gallup poll thing. Um, if you know about Strengths Finder, I have strategic in my top five. Which one of the hallmarks of st- strategic is I see the end goal. And I will figure out how to get to the end goal. Like I see mm-hmm. the end of it. That's why you're better at Pokemon puzzles. You're, that's exactly right. <laughs> Yours is almost the opposite. Right. I want to know every step along the way. And then when we reach the goal, Right. It's sweet. foolish to move on to the next step if we haven't <laughs> figured this one out that we're on right now. So this has been a very interesting faith journey for, for you and I to embark on together. Well, definitely, because there there have been points in our relationship where this conversation could not even happen. Nope. And honestly, so I mean, this is kind of the last thing that I'll say. Um, early on in our relationship, you told me uh, that you felt like God wanted, um, like the it like this idea of almost an online church that you wanted to share the gospel with gamers. Oh man, this was a long time ago. Yes, this was a long time ago, and actually um, caused several arguments. Yep. Um, we had very tearful, hot, angry arguments. Uh, yeah. No tears on your part. Just no. <laughs> um, because it was like, I don't see how this could be possible nobody's going like, how could, how could that be something viable that we could ever do? There are no churches that are doing this. Um, how could we ever support our family? And also, you know, what is your relationship with gaming? How does this fit into our life? Because there was a lot of strife about it, about gaming in general between us. Um, but that you had this calling on your heart. And I remember telling you that I just couldn't accept it because, 
I didn't see how I could fit into this ministry. And if God has called us to do life and ministry together as a married couple, that we are one flesh, I don't fit in with that at all. I don't see any connection. And so I can't really accept that God has called you to this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm sure you remember that. That was a tough time. Which you had a lot of stuff that you had to establish too. Like in my defense, you had a bunch of stuff that it wasn't working. We hadn't found healthy boundaries and all kinds of things. But I remember that conversation. And that was um, about 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And so um, moving is hard. Um, Changing what we're doing is hard. All of these things have been very hard, but God has been doing a bunch of these things in me to where we could even have a conversation where it's like, I think I, I think I want to do nerd culture missions full time yeah, and support raise it. That is not something that ever could have even been discussed without a breakdown on my part. <laughs> yeah. You know, so I don't know. It's weird. It's, it is still hard. It's very it's very hard and it's very like um, when we talk about how God it, it's to me, there's been so much of this that you talked about. Um, well, you talked about God calling us that we might need to go and then just move back that we don't really know what God is calling us to yeah. the sort of idea of Abraham, God being like, start walking, Abraham, I'll yeah. tell you when to stop. Um, Genesis 12. Go get, take your son. I'm asking you to sacrifice your son. Just start walking up the mountain Um, with no clear. He wasn't like, I'm going to provide a ram once you get up to the the summit of the mountain. Um, And so like, how far are you willing to go to obey me? What crazy thing would you be willing to do if I asked you to do it? Yeah. How much do you trust me? Um, and so that has what, that's what this process has been like for me personally, that it's like, Anna, I know you think that you need to know everything. Yeah. What are you willing to do when there are still questions looming? Are you willing to follow me? If it would mean putting your kids in school instead of homeschooling, mm-hmm. if it would mean you going and getting a job, if it would mean moving out of central Texas, because this is where our family is, this is where our community is and all of these different things. What would you be willing to do if I've asked you? And there've been several times where I put myself in a position because I thought we were going to have to make a transition. Yeah. And he's like, just kidding. Nope. <laughs> I just wanted to know if you were willing to do yeah. that and you are. So we're going to move on to the next step. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, that's, that's where we are. And that's part of what this is. Um, and it's still hard. Like faith is just, it's not easy and there's no way to really grow it without being in that boat with Jesus going, we're going to drown. Yeah. Um, there's no, it's not like, oh, I mean, it, it, there's just no other way to grow it besides having to go through something terrifying. Yeah. Um, and so we are. That's what we say. I, I've, I've had to tell a lot of people this and not just necessarily with my situation, but this, this has helped me understand this to be true um, and to be able to convey this to other people is that that moment, you know, we talk about stepping out of the boat, you know, step out on faith. Like, but you don't really understand when you say that. You may if you dig a little bit, but you don't understand that you have to step out of something and the thing that you're stepping out of, you're not stepping out of your comfort zone. You're stepping out of fear. Like you're not stepping onto fear because when you're stepping out 
into the water, like that's the part where the moment you're doing that, you, you know that things are going to be okay. That's why Peter was able to take a couple of steps before he looked down and lost his confidence. Like you step out of fear and into the calmness and assurance that into Jesus the brings. Unknown. Let's go. Right? Yes. Uh, every time I see that now, I think of uh, Michael Scott because somebody did the end of the uh, no, <laughs> dear God, no. Um, but anyway, I mean, like it, we did all of this and are doing all of this in the midst of a pandemic. So if it wasn't already shaky ground and uncertain enough, now we're trying to support mm-hmm. fundraise during a global pandemic and, and that, a global recession. That is the whole thing. I think I would have been nervous during the pandemic either way. Yes. But then we had, God had already led us up to this point. And then it's just, if he had told us in the beginning, we would be doing this in the middle of a pandemic and a baby, I would have been like, heck no. Yeah. Hard pass. How about about now? (laughs) So we are currently just over 50% of our um, monthly financial goal. And that is to be fully funded. Um, So if you want to know more about that, please go to lovethynerd.com slash Bubba or Send me a message on whatever platform you want, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email, Bubba at lovethynerd.com. I'd love to talk to you more about that. Um, I'm not I'm not worried about it. I'm not. There are some things that God is doing that I, I think are going to be just, just completely 100% fine. And like I said, I didn't explain fully funded, but for us, what that means is to be able to cover business expenses as well. Um, so anything that I would rely on, even the organization, love thy nerd to cover being fully funded would do that. And that would include plane tickets Mm. and, you know, uh, per diem there and, you know, all sorts of stuff like to, to alleviate mm -hmm. that burden from the ministry so that they could put it toward other things. And what I learned, what I have learned in this journey is that this is actually a fairly common model. Mm-hmm. So there's an organization out there called Crew, which you may be you may not be familiar with Crew, C-R-U, but you but you may under, right? yeah you may know Campus Crusades for Christ. Uh-huh. That's what it is. That was too many syllables. Yeah, and so the, like their entire staff support raises, and so like this is this is familiar territory. We would love to get to a point with Love Thy Nerd where we could alleviate some of that support need from our staff. Mm-hmm. But we're not there yet. Yeah. So here's where we are. And again, lovethynerd.com slash Bubba. I would love to give you guys an opportunity to come and learn more about what it is that we are doing over there and how you can become a part of it, whether it's prayerfully, financially, or just joining a newsletter um, and sharing content and doing whatever. I know that this has been hard on everybody. Mm-hmm. I know that. So if you are one of those people that it has been hard on and you cannot, this is not Christian guilt. I have actually turned people away from being a part of our partner team. So if God is calling you to do this, and I'm not going to be the one to tell you he is or he isn't, if God is calling you to do this and to join our partner team, we would love to have you. Let's set up a time to talk about it. You can click the link and we can go from there. If he's not, I wouldn't look into forcing it. Mm-hmm. Um, you yeah. don't want to manufacture the Holy Spirit. Right. So, nope. Let's be like the Israelites. Let's uh, let's move when he moves and let's not when he doesn't. Um, so that's kind of where we are. And thank you guys so much for, for joining us uh, on this this journey. What, however crazy it is and will be, um, we're excited to go on it with you, even if it is just through Church Nerds, this podcast, this 
this radio show, however you're listening to us. Thank you for being a part of it. We are going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we will have our nerdy recommendation of the day and our church nerds memory verse right here on Back Row Radio. to close out this show today we've got a nerdy recommendation for you and it's pretty dope yeah it's sunday cool they're super cool they're sunday cool they're sunday cool not sunday school nope sunday cool yep um does that mean sunday school is not cool mm, too cool for school too cool for sunday cool for sunday school these are people like this company is a company that we as at Love Thy Nerd have worked with. And then we even kind of brought them over into the church and they did a couple of, you know, things with them. And, and now, you know, Love Thy Nerd, I do almost everything I can through Sunday Cool. They bend over backwards for us um, to make sure that we get what we need. And they print t-shirts. They'll do design work. Um, they also uh, did the bags for us when we did LTN Con last year in 2019. And most recently... Uh, they did our gaiters. They did our face masks, mm-hmm. um, which are great. If you want those, go to lovelineair.com slash store, and you can order one of those face masks. Like everything's a plug with you today. But yeah. Sunday Sunday Cool is cool. I can't say that. Anyway, because, I mean, like you've had people come and talk to you about your gaiter that they yeah. saw that they're like, it, it's been outrageous for me to get stuff printed for my business yep. or my company through other things. Um, but Sunday Cool has been decently reasonable and yeah. they're very fast. Oh yeah. Like You're looking been, at like a seven to 10 day turnaround. And they're a Christian organization, yep. which is awesome. And they're hilarious. They're super hip. They're cool. Like mm-hmm. when we say they're YouTube cool, videos. they're like legit cool. If you've heard uh, of Cool Carl. Cool Carl. That's him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do a lot of great stuff and I would love to get you in contact with them. You can just go to sundaycool.com. Uh, but I will tell you, those T-shirts that they make, that we get through Everybody them. Everybody loves their T-shirts. Anytime you get a T-shirts printed through Sunday School, people are... Sunday School? Sunday School. Sorry. You're man, doing great. I'm not doing good. Um, people rave about them, though. Oh, They're yeah. Like, man, these things are just the softest, best T-shirts. Yeah, people are like, why are you always wearing your LTN T-shirts? And I'm like, that's on purpose, man. It's a double, it's double entendre for me. Like, I get to advertise this wonderful thing I'm a part of. And also, it's like one of the best shirts that I own. It doesn't shrink on me. Um, I don't have uh, these beautifully designed sweat spots on my chest uh, because it is a dye sublimation, water-based dye sublimation, Yeah, which means it's part of the fibers. Even, I don't even know what shirt I'm wearing right now, but I can feel the, I can feel the, uh, the outline on my shirt mm-hmm. and it's not on the other one. It's never going to fade. It's never going to crack. It's a part of the shirt. Yeah. So, yeah, sundaycool.com. And if you have any specific questions, we're not even an affiliate. I should think about that. <laughs> um, I've pushed a lot of business their way. Yeah, you we know? do recommend them a lot. But but if, you know, if, if any, we don't know who all our listeners are, but if you have like printing printing needs, mm-hmm. apparel printing needs or yeah. anything like that. Check them they're out. They're excellent. Check them out. 
uh, and they'll work with you. Like they, they have a lot of stuff um, that they do with churches and camps and stuff like that specifically. Mm -hmm. But even if you're not a, if you're listening to this and you're not a part of religious or Christian organization, BFD, who cares? Yeah. Good quality stuff. Yeah. Maybe you would want to do this anyway. So go ahead and check them out. That's sundaycool.com. Okay. Hey, how about our church nerds memory verse? Hey, hey. So this one's on theme. Um, This is from Matthew 6, 33. This is a very familiar passage for a lot of people, especially people who suffer from anxiety. Mm. And a lot of times I've been annoyed with you because uh, you'll be like, "Uh, Jesus says not to worry. And I'm like, it's really not that easy. (laughs) (laughs) Isla, it's so cute that you think it's that easy to to stay the monster of worry. It just isn't. But so this is. uh, Do you want to say it or do you want to sing it? From. No, we're not singing it. This is from the sermon. No, stop it. Please stop. Please stop. Please stop. (laughs) I said, please stop. Sorry, I can't. You got me going. Anyway, no, you got you going. I told you not to start. Anyway, so Jesus is um, on, uh, this is in the sermon on the Mount Mm -hmm. and dealing with a lot of people who are politically there was just unrest. They were being taxed out of their minds. If you watch The Chosen, you would know this. Oh, is um, that a good show? I, it is. I <laughs> but there is a lot of uncertainty. Um, and so he's they're out on this hillside. And what he has been saying to all of these people is, why are you so worried about everything? Well, you're worried about the clothes you're eating. You're worried about what you're going to eat. That's what I just said. The clothes you're wearing, mm-hmm. the food you're eating, and mm-hmm. what you're going to drink and all of these things. Um, there's flowers out, there's birds out. And he says, you know, don't you realize that your father in heaven is taking care of the flowers? He's taking care of the birds. And don't you realize how much more important you are to him than these things? Mm -hmm. And then he sings this little ditty. And then he (laughs) sings. Somebody plays the pipe organ behind him. This is the end of, of all of that. He says, um, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things, the food, the clothing and all of that, all of these things will be added to you. So our first responsibility is please stop. (laughs) I cannot concentrate. Hallelujah. Okay, finish. I had to resolve it. Um, Anyway, seeking first what God wants. And following him first and then worrying about not worrying, don't worry, but trusting that he's, he knows what you need before you even ask for it. Not that you shouldn't ask, but he knows all of that. And so he's going to give you what you need if you are seeking what he wants first, which is why people who pursue success first, you know, you got it backwards. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. cool. Carl might say this from Sunday cool as follow God. I got you fam. Bet. Wait, does he say that? Or yeah. you just made that up? Yeah, so there's like the how to speak millennial and Gen Z. What does kind of bet? Stuff. Yeah, I know. What does bet mean? Bet. It's kind of, it has two meanings from what oh, I no. understood. Bet is like, prove it. Bet. Or it's also, I agree with you. Oh. Bet. Amen. Yeah. And amen. Amen, amen. Okay, well, anyway. Well, hey, be sure to check us out online at lovethynerd.com for amazing articles on all things nerdy. 
as well as this show and other podcasts and videos. And if you'd like to directly support our mission or become a financial partner with the organization Love Thy Nerd, which is different than kind of what we've been talking about with personal partnership, please visit lovethynerd.com slash partner. And we are a qualifying 501c3 nonprofit organization and your gift is tax deductible. Don't forget that you can also select Love Thy Nerd as your charity of choice by going to smile.amazon.com. And that gives LTN a small kickback. I think it's 0.5%. It is small, but you spend $235,000 a day on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So it's it probably could be fine. None. Yeah. We get a small kickback from all of your purchases at absolutely no extra cost to you. You can also find us on social media at Love Thy Nerd on all major platforms. And as always, right here on Back Row Radio each and every Friday morning. And don't forget to engage with us, the Church Nerds, in the Twitterverse at Church Nerds LTN. Once again, I'm Bubba. I'm Anna. We'll catch you next week on another episode of Church Nerds. And as always, if no one else tells you this today, remember it's true. Jesus loves you, nerd. Thank you.